It's Wednesday. All day. Hope you're doing well. My name is Sean Shapiro. This is Ask a Traffic Cop, that show on the internet that allows you to ask questions of a police officer on the internet. Why do we do this? Because we want to help you know stuff before you do stuff so you don't get charged with stuff. Simple as that. Uh, what do we want to talk about today? Well, it really is up to you. Now, what can I tell you? What can I start this off with? Hmm. The rainstorm, the snowstorm, can we call it a snowstorm? It was snow-ish that melted and there's no, nothing. It was nothing burger. Maybe in other areas, there were a bunch of collisions outside of the city of Toronto, but but city of Toronto didn't get really get anything. I mean, I, it was a little slippery on the way home for me, but it wasn't what I was expecting. And I woke up thinking, oh, I'm going to be shoveling. Now nah, there was no snow. Not where I am. No snow. Uh, so I was a little disappointed. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm ready for the big dump of snow, and it hasn't come. And every day I, I get ready, and I'm disappointed. Because I, one day I'm going to use my snow brush this year. Uh, if you're watching on, well, there's a whole bunch of platforms. If you're watching on TikTok, welcome. Uh, we will be able to answer your questions. Now, we're, of course, this is 9 o'clock, and people who are watching going, why is he on at 9 o'clock? I have a training course at 10 o'clock, so, so I have to be off the air at, at, uh, before 10 uh, or just at 10 and switch over to the other screen because it's, it's an online course. It's a, it's, a, it's a virtual webinar. I don't know what it is, but I'm looking forward to that. I've been looking forward to it for a while, so... I, I had to adjust the show because I don't want to give up on you. I don't want to leave you hanging. Uh, there is no show tomorrow, so even more important to do the show today, but we will be back on Friday. Uh, if you're watching on TikTok, comments will get to me. If you're watching on YouTube, throw a comment in. Your question will get to me. Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and, of course, Twitter. And Twitter, as far as I know, is working. Let's do a little test. I'll do a test here today, right now, in fact. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just filling space here. Let me go here and go to... Oh, come on. Why, why is it when you want something to happen, uh, you're watching it, you, you know, time is, is of the essence, open live video. Here we go. Okay. Hey, I see people in here. I'm just going to type in hello, and hopefully it's all working. Let's see what happens. Yeah, chat seems to be working. Uh, Instagram, I, I see you. You're on a separate window for chat. I'll do my best to keep paying attention to you. Uh, but, you know, sometimes if it gets busy, things happen. Make sure that we have folks. Oh, folks are coming in. Marlena, Sean Khan, Michael, uh, and Keegan followed us, so thank you. Um, Mar Marlena, uh, it's not that it's earlier lives in general. In fact, this was the original live. I think we, we started at 8, then we went to 9, and then 10. Uh, but, yes, right now uh, we are doing – oh, actually, TikTok is not working. It's not linking over. Isn't that weird? I don't know how to fix it. Uh, let me see here. Let me do a quick check. Live technical support right now. I'm going to see why the... No, it should be it should be working. But it's not. So I'll do my best to uh, to keep looking over at y'all on TikTok. But I can, I can confirm that my account showed up. That's the X portal. And uh, sales CNC. See, I read it properly this time. Uh, it's working. Hello. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, it is nice that, that, that Twitter is back. When we first started this show a number of years ago, it worked. And then it stopped working when they got rid of, uh, what's it called? Periscope. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Yogi Berra quote for later. Very cool. And uh, just a reminder that we do download this show after we're done. We download it and we put it back up on podcast. Video is available if you go through Spotify, uh, but it's it saves it in a podcast format. So when you're driving, listening to your favorite podcast app, you can listen to it without burning your data and uh, burning, well, the law. Because you're not well, it, well. Yeah, if you're watching YouTube while driving, it's a problem. You know, six hundred and fifteen dollar fine. Uh, maybe if you were doing it through CarPlay and the video wasn't playing in a visible way, like you had it in the glove box. I think it's really smart. Uh, Volkswagen, Audi, they have cables mounted in their glove boxes for you to put your phone so you plug it in carplay comes up you're not touching your phone you're not you're not distracted or tempted to touch your phone uh, let's see here we've got how much slack is there with exhaust noise okay that's a question that's coming in from is your username question mark no kidding uh let's put this in here maybe maybe things will work maybe they won't from no they're not working still not working so i'll, I'll manually do the uh the conversion the bringing it over and Inks wants to know what kind of precautions we take. I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna punch these questions in, and then we'll come to them in a little bit. Pizza guy says hi. Uh, 
Amor Bonito says, good job, good morning, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll do my best to keep looking over at y'all. I don't know why y'all is entering my uh, my vocabulary. I was in Florida recently, maybe that's why. I don't think anyone actually said y'all. Okay, uh, let's see what else we got here. We got a killer, uh, oh, Jose says, happy new year, wishing you and TPS a safe and joyful new year. Thank you very much, Jose, I appreciate it. Uh, we, it it's been a good start to the year, but you know what's funny? I... W- as a young person, when I once upon a time was young, I really, like, New Year's to New Year's was such a long time, birthday to birthday, holiday to holiday. It's a blink. Years are going by in a blink. And I've got like eight and a half years to retirement. And that, that's like that's like eight vacations in the summer. That's eight summers. That's that's eight birthdays. It's so fast. Anyway, I'm, I go on. But thank you very much. Uh, I look forward to, uh, uh, and, and I wish everyone else, health, health and prosperity and a safe year ahead of us uh let's get through this this winter without calamity because you know that's if we get a big dump and, and i was just tempting the, the the fate by saying that it's not snowing very much uh, you never know how that'll, that'll go hopefully we all skate through without issue okay we got dad joke from Michaela. if you got dad jokes throw them in i'll keep them to the end we'll read them off at the end uh at, at the 10 minute mark at 9 50 we will start doing dad jokes to to wrap it up okay flagging this one flagging if you're having problems with getting seen and you're worried about you can always go to youtube.trafficcop.ca to go to a different platform and speaking of which let me take the folks over here on instagram put them over here so i can see yes all right uh do i work in dispatch in a small county or country uh that's tight-knit with officers so it's nice to know what the is on the other side that's from inks Right on. We have a lot of folks internationally. Uh, what small country do you work in? I'm interested to know. Uh, Aiden says hello from Etobicoke. Uh, we have uh, Martinez who says hello from Montreal. Uh, let's see here. Okay. I'm putting out some stuff. We're going to talk about Vision Zero Enforcement Team uh, very briefly because we do that every day. It's part of our shtick. And Vision Zero is something that confuses a lot of people. Some people accuse it of being a a, a, an overhyped marketing concept, but it's a good concept, marketing or not. The idea is that we don't want people getting hurt on the road. And our goal for the number of acceptable deaths and uh, injuries on the road is zero. We don't want anyone getting hurt. It's a good goal. I mean, if I asked you how many people would be acceptable annually to lose on the road as a result of collision, I would hope you'd say zero. I mean, if I, but. Inevitably, we see commercials or, or uh, PSAs where people go, ah, you know, I think 100 is okay. And I'm like, what if it was your family? How many would be acceptable if it's your family? And they always say zero because that's the only acceptable answer. Nobody wants to lose anybody. So that's what officers with the Vision Zero Enforcement Team do. They go out every day, try and change driver behavior one ticket at a time. Uh, they do a great job at it. Uh, they're, they're, they're not looking for trumped-up, you know, willy-nilly things. They're not looking to see if your antenna is attached properly. They're looking to see if you're doing things to lead that, you know, one of those activities that's known to lead to serious injury and death. They're looking for the big four. Yeah. They're looking for speeding. Uh, They're looking for distracted driving, aggressive driving, impaired driving. And they write a lot of charges, like a lot of charges. It's not because they have to fabricate things. It's because people are breaking the law all day long everywhere. It's, It's pretty... I think it's out of hand. I think out of hand is the right way to describe it. In any case, they are currently working in 32 Division and 33 Division. Those are neighborhoods like Downsby, Willowdale, Newtonbrook, Bathurst Manor, Parkwoods, Donalda, Baby Village, York Mills. Those are the hashtags that seem to be representative of the divisions that we're talking about. They're neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. If you live in one of these neighborhoods and I've not represented you with a hashtag in our Twitter because that's what I'm reading it from, well, let me know. Send me a tweet. Go to t- uh, Traffic Services. Tag and uh, tag me in there, and I'll, and I'll update it. So next time I post it, I'll make sure that you get notified. Folks, we post this every day online. We put it on uh, Twitter, our Instagram account, our, uh, our Facebook account. We notify everybody where we're going to be. One, if someone was so interested to know where we were going to be to avoid detection, I suppose that would be a hint. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. The folks that, uh, that, that uh, are, are reading this are the people who live there that want to know that we're there to support them. And that's exactly what we're there to do. We're there to augment the work being done by officers and divisions across the city. And because uh, there's always police officers working in those areas to, uh, to help keep it safe. Okay, let's get into some questions. 
because that's why we're here. Brandon, I see you. Hello. He says, good morning. I hope you and Sergeant Campbell have a fantastic day. We're already off to a good start, I got to say. Let's go back and start with question number one, which is how much slack is there with exhaust noise? So if you mean slack, like how much will we let you get away with? The deal is if you get our attention, you're, you're done. I think that's safe to say. If you've got the fart can exhaust pipe, which I don't understand the appeal. Like I was passed yesterday on the way to work by a car that must have had a gaping hole in its exhaust. It was a defect as opposed to a modification, but it was incredibly noisy. It was speeding, doing about 110, 115 on the Don Valley Parkway, which has a speed limit of 90. That's what I was doing. And I estimate the speed that they were doing based on how quickly they were pulling away from me. But anyway, it was unbelievably noisy. That person would get a ticket from me. If someone had a throaty growl to their muscle car and it was not obnoxious, I don't have a problem with it. Because it's noisier than maybe the car next to it, which may be silent in comparison, but it's not obnoxious. Now, the people who live in the communities, the, the condos uh, that, that folks who have loud cars drive by, they are miserable. They are being woken up in the middle of the night by people who are screaming down their roads. And more often than not, it's motorcycles that are winding up and deciding to use our, our uh, streets and, and highways as racetracks. But I digress. How much slack is there? If you're on our radar, you're on our radar. As soon as we hear you, if you're, if you're revving, if you're popping, if you're making silly noises, you're, you're probably going to meet one of us. Okay. So in terms of what precautions we use when approaching a vehicle that you deem to be potentially dangerous, um, you know, every vehicle stop is potentially dangerous. I mean, grandma could be packing, so we don't know. But, you know, we're, we're looking for clues. Obviously, if we get any kind of hit, if we get anything comes back when we were on a plate uh, where there's a security concern that we're brought, that's brought to our attention, we're going to call for additional units. We might wait a little while. Uh, but one of the biggest things that we do is we tell people why we pull them over. So if we pulled you over because you were speeding, and that's why you're being stopped, telling people why we stopped them is, is probably a good clue that we're not going to escalate them uh, necessarily because we may not know about what else is going on in the car. But again, every every stop is potentially dangerous. And it's about uh, notifying dispatch where we are so they have a location. So if we don't check back in a certain period of time, they're going to send someone anyway. Uh, and, and, and we're paying attention. We're offsetting our vehicle to make sure that we're protecting ourselves where we're standing, protecting the vehicle and the, the person that's in the car. Uh, There's a lot going on. I like I liked the the word, it's a dynamic situation, or do I not like the word? I can't decide. This whole statement is, is depends on the, on the application. However, uh, there's a lot going into it. And, and, and some of this is just automatic stuff that I do without even thinking about it. I'm trying to verbalize all of it. And I think, I'm, I th- I think I've missed a bunch of stuff. In fact, I know I have. All right, uh, Doug Allen, early show today. This is a new time. This is just today because I have a training course at 10 o'clock that I have to uh, log off here for. So I wanted to make sure we still had a show. And unfortunately, I couldn't do the show later because I got other stuff that's going on. Okay, but yeah, we're, we're back to 10 o'clock on Friday. No show tomorrow. Okay, we have RLD Champ. Maybe I cut off some of the, the, the statement. Maybe it's World Champ. I don't know. If I pass a car on a two-lane highway, dashed, who's at fault if someone pulls out of a side road? Well, if you're entering the roadway, the person who is pulling out of that road is, is responsible to make sure they can enter the highway safely. Um, but you may also be, uh, if you're passing, you're passing what, what, your two-lane roads, you're passing in oncoming traffic, uh, you may also wear some of it. The one that I usually get is what happens if I'm signaling to make a left turn and somebody passes me and he, they hit me. Well, you're turning, you're going to be the one responsible, uh, oddly enough. It's, that one throws people off in a big way, big way. But it all depends. Depends on the scenario. I, I don't like to give absolute answers because, you know, the, the, the situation may, on investigation, look very, very different, right? Like, it's great to tell a story, but when we see it on the road, uh, there may be more to, put in, more to, the, to the story than, uh, you know, originally expected. Uh, Mark the Tech Guy says, hello from Barrie, Ontario. Where is everybody from? Let me know. And also, if you are not being seen, if you think that your messages aren't getting through because the, the link to TikTok is not working today, uh, so I'm going to try and go get your stuff you know, manually. If you'd like to absolutely be heard, go to youtube.trafficcop.ca. Uh, that will take you right to our YouTube channel. 
Oh, southern end of Illinois. You just recently had an officer involved something or other. You got cut off. I imagine that was a, uh, a shooting, and I'm uh, hopefully uh, your officer is okay. Ibrahim uh, wants to know if they can drink while driving. Now, this one is, uh, I assume, a straightforward one. Well, okay, it's not. And the reason it's not straightforward is it depends on where you are. If you are located in Ontario, drinking non-alcoholic beverages would be legal. You can do it. But obviously, alcoholic beverages are not legal. And I know it sounds silly to like really say that, but that's what it is. I got to say it. Oh, I just lost my chat. Reloading. Did I lose everything? No. There was an error. Okay. Oh, no, it's back. Whew. Okay, good. YouTube stuff is here. Scrolling back to see if we have... Oh, lots of stuff is here. Excuse me as I read to make sure I, where I am. There's the... Okay. Um, those we've covered already. Chase... What's going on, my friend? I saw a municipal snow plow go straight at a signalized intersection from the left turn lane. It was obviously done to clear snow in the middle. Can they break laws like this? They're, they're there for a specific purpose. Um, I don't know if they have an absolute exclusion, but that's one of those things that makes sense, right? Like, it makes sense. They're plowing the road. They're trying to get through. I, I, again, I don't know if they have an exemption that where it says they, they don't have to... Uh, uh, use, you know, they're disobeying lane markings. Mind you, can't see the lane markings until they plowed. Uh, it's an interesting question. But is it a law that you can't change lanes in the intersection? No. Uh, you can change lanes in the intersection. It's not safe. It's not the, the best ideal situation. It's not illegal. In the intersection. Okay. Michael L. Does arrest mean someone has to be handcuffed? Also, how do you arrest a man with one arm? So... Arrest is not something that requires a, um, a handcuff or uh, physical detention. Uh, arrest could even be implied through not, if someone believes that they cannot leave because of the interaction. But generally speaking, it's when I put I take physical control of you. So when I place you under arrest, I'm going to take physical, physical control over you. Now I'm going to take a sip of water. But handcuffs and rest or restraints are not absolutely required. In terms of how do you arrest someone that has only one arm, uh, there's, 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 there's different ways to do it. Uh, if you had to restrain them, um, we could get creative. Uh, it could be utilizing a, a belt as a belt system or a chain uh, or restraints that, that could be. Anyway, there's, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Uh, I've never had to do it, so I'm trying to remember other things that others have done. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the belly chain it, it, it could be utilized to affect that. Yeah, if, it, if it's required. Uh, let's see here. Any update on Bell employee witness stunt driving? Dr. Nick wants to know. So oddly enough, and I'm really upset about this, is I have lost the video. I called. I thought I saved it. I waited too long. I lost the video. I had spoken to their executive offices. I gave them all sorts of information at the time. And when I went to follow up with the video to show them, it was gone. I was really disappointed. I thought I had it. I was I was gloating over the fact that I had this video. Gone. Uh, if you have a video on a dash cam, download it immediately. I lost it. Thank you for reminding me of my, my day so I can be miserable about that. Uh, da, 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 da. If you get a Warren range, here it is. If you get a Warren range but truly wasn't drinking, a lawyer on TikTok showed that you can eat sushi or certain candy because it, cause, it causes you to have a lot of mouth alcohol, do you get a second chance for blood? Here is the thing. I saw that video. We wait 15 minutes. If you Mouth alcohol will dissipate within 15 minutes. At least that's my understanding. That's what the pros tell me. So we ask you when the last time you've consumed any food or alcohol or drink or gum or smoking, and we wait 15 minutes from the time that we pulled you over anyway. But if you ate dinner, got in a car, drove for 15 minutes, then we wait 15 minutes after we pulled you over, you're not going to blow over unless you are actually having alcohol in your blood. That is my understanding. I am not a breath technician, but that is everything that I've, uh, that I've come to understand from years of using the roadside screening device. So I don't, I, I guess if you, you know, like even chewing gum, if you look at the uh, sugar alcohol in chewing gum, 
it's it, it, it's alcohol. I imagine that could affect it. That's why we wait. All right. Can I pass a school bus on a country road with double yellow lines and the school bus just turned on its flashing yellow lights? Yellow lights, you can still pass. Now, you have to have a clear view. You're responsible for the safety of that maneuver. It could be a bad idea. It might result in a collision, which you'd be responsible for. However, the yellow light portion of the two-stage school bus system is that you can pass until it switches to red, at which point you can no longer pass and traffic in both directions must stop. Please explain on my 2018 car, I can have a huge black banner on the top, not in the wiper path, but can't have a, a very light brow. A huge black banner. So on a 2016 car, you can have a banner, not a 2018 car. You can't have anything on the windshield uh, on a 2018. So as of January 1st, 2017, nothing on the front windshield, no banners. Uh, and that's it. You can't have tints, can't have a banner. Now, there are vehicles like the Ford F-150. Sometimes they put Ford in the black space behind the mirror. That is not an area that can be seen through. It's dead space in the window, and that is outside of the realm of enforcement. We don't, we don't have a problem with that. It's, you can't see through it. It's not window. It might be made out of glass, but it's blocked on the other side. And it's installed by factory. Uh, we got this. What's this? Question about passing snowplow law. Is it strictly when they are in echelon formation or is it any municipal snowplow on the road? Good question. Uh, it is municipal. So it's, it's snowplows in echelon formation, two or more. You cannot pass. So let's say they were in lanes three and four, but one and two were empty. No blade, no portion of the vehicle, uh, the snowplow in there at all. You could pass on that, that, in that situation. But if any portion of snowplow is in a lane that you, that you are trying to utilize to pass, you would be chargeable, eligible for charges. Uh, but yeah, why would anyone want to pass a snowplow? You know, you're going to get in front and it's going to be unplowed and unsalted and dangerous. The whole reason snowplows are there is to make it safer for you. Hopefully that uh, answers your question. If not, let me know. Good morning. When is no parking snow route enforced? I imagine winter. Now, this is a question for Aaron Urquhart, uh, TPS underscore bike cart is her uh, social media stuff and things. I would go there and, and, and explore that with her. But mind you, we're going to have her back again soon. Um, I can get more information from her because she's probably here this afternoon, but not th this morning. Yeah, it, my understanding is winter driving, it is all there. Uh, what do we got here? Synchron. Hello, sir. It's been a while, but you may recall that I am a novice driver and watch you for info. I got pulled over by the OPP for passing on a double yellow. There's a part two. Showed him your TikTok, says it's legal. He could have sworn it was an offense, but we leave with no issues and learning experience for him. <laughs> I'm glad that worked out for you. That's very funny. Um, you know what? Other provinces, it is illegal. And the problem with movies, television, and, and, and source of information being the internet, unless you're looking at a, at a jurisdiction and you know specifically it's about you, then it's not about you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's totally, it's so easy to get bad info. How many police uh, dramas read Miranda rights, but it's a Canadian setting? We don't have Miranda rights here. That's an American thing. Anyway, I'm really glad that worked out for you. Very cool. Um, and I'm also glad that it didn't run into not only a ticket for you, but it didn't run into a, a situation where you got uh, into a collision. Because usually we hear about things being investigated for collisions. And collisions, collisions bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chase says, it's the new year, so can we please get the chief on? We So one of the things I've been waiting for before inviting the chief down was to make sure this was done. I'm now also waiting on our, uh, our, our facilities to get us a new nice table uh, that they've ordered last year, uh, but I haven't gotten any updates on it. And once the table arrives, then we'll invite the chief. So we're sort of waiting on that. Uh, so facilities, if you're watching, it's all on you uh, before we invite the chief. Uh, I just need to CC this clip to facilities in the chief's office, and we'll get a table. Okay. What color underglow is legal on vehicles? I see vehicles in London, Ontario with red, blue, red, blue to orange color. It's not specifically regulated for underglow specifically, but if you can project light to the front, back, or sides, that is, certain colors in certain directions are illegal. That's that's really where I'm going here. So if it's red or blue, those are restricted colors. If they're blinking 100%, they're big-time problems. 
Uh, but red to the front, blue to the front, that's illegal. Uh, anything other than red or uh, amber to the rear is illegal. You just don't use it on the road. That's the best answer because an officer seeing any of this stuff is going to have a problem with you, and they're going to write you a ticket for various headlight and taillight infractions. Yeah. So there's no specific legal all the time. It's about projecting light in the wrong direction. Even if it was white light to the front visible, legal. Sides and rear, you got a problem. So, yeah, don't do it. Ah, Akela is watch is listening only. I am glad. By the way, I started going through that directory of photos you sent me, Akela. I have yet to go through all of it, uh, I, but I've, I've started. Lots of photos. We went to an event together, and he took. He was the photographer for the event, so got lots to go through. All right, let's have a look here. And a question from Tristan Green, who wants to know why cops always touch the side of the car when walking up to the driver window. This is also one of those things that is very American TV or, or, or cops television uh, because it's it's less common here, although some officers do it, it is to create continuity of evidence. So if I walk up to a car and I touch the back of the vehicle, I know where I've touched the vehicle. Vehicle decides to take off on me. It is later located. I now have my fingerprints or a mark where I've swept the uh, the dust or dirt. And we can say, I know I touched it in the, in the top left-hand corner of the rear taillight. We see the next car. We can now put the two and two together, right? Because otherwise someone will say in defense, no, it's just, I, I wasn't that guy that pulled over for you. Uh, there was somebody else who had the same car as me. But now that evidence of me touching allows me to, in court, put the case together. Yeah. I, I hope that makes a whole lot of sense. I think I said it all in the right order, the right time. Hey, if you're watching and you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Chaperone. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. And I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day. Although I won't be uh, here tomorrow. I'll be back on Friday. If you don't already follow us, subscribe to us, uh, or, or like all our stuff, please do. You know, you, we, have, we have hundreds, if not thousands, of videos. You can go through and like them all. It would really help the channel. But following us on YouTube and hitting the little bell so you get notified when we go live or post any content, that's also good. Uh, anything you can do to support us, that's good. That's how you support us, by liking and sharing. Sharing being the most important. Because when you endorse our content by sharing with somebody you care about, it, it really says that this is good stuff. And uh, we are here to serve. Although some people say we're here to collect tax. We're, we're road pirates is what I love. I love when people make these allegations because it's, uh, it's, it's not about that. It really isn't. Uh, I'm going to stop talking for one second as I find a couple of things to talk about in the, uh, the, the, the Twitter comments because I want to answer more questions. Underglow lighting on a pickup truck, legal or illegal? So we talked about it just now. Even more so on a pickup truck, it's a problem because you're higher off the ground and more, the chances are higher uh, that your lights are going to be visible. And if the lights are visible, you're likely, likely going to get ticketed. So I would say install what you want, use it off-road. Use it in parking lots when you're, when you're posing in a, you know, over coffee. That's the way to do it. Uh, can, a driver, can I driver a friend's car if I don't have insurance but a valid license? That's from six phones. Let me put it over on screen. The answer is that you must have an insured vehicle, but you as the driver don't need to be specifically insured on a vehicle unless you live with the vehicle owner. So if you're using mom's car then you and you live with mom, then you need to have, uh, you need to be covered under the occasional status. That is an insurance policy situation. It has nothing to do with the police. So if we pull you over and you are driving mom's car and you live with her, no big deal because you're licensed, driving an insured vehicle, we're happy. You go away. But if you got involved in a collision and you were not properly insured, the claim made when coming to the point of you know, fixing the car, that might be denied. So hopefully it's clear as mud. Evandro. Our Brazilian fan is watching again. Welcome to the show yet again. Evandro is a, uh, a, a soon-to-be Peel Regional Police Auxiliary Officer. He's in the process. We're very proud of him. He's been uh, you know, wanting this for a long time. And uh, he also takes our information and translates it to Spanish and Portuguese uh, to help his community. And if you are interested in uh, knowing stuff and it's easier for you to hear it in Spanish or Portuguese, I suggest you find his channel and watch his stuff. Michael L. says, on Christmas Eve, my wife's vehicle was blocked on the road by protesters. It is unnecessary noise for her to just hold on the horn in hopes that they move. What is the best course of action? 
That is a sticky situation, and I don't have good advice for you other than be very careful. Do not engage with road rage or try and run anybody over. Uh, this is a situation where if you can back up and go a different route, that would be the best course of action. Honking just tends to escalate things, and you might get people angry where things escalate into assault, and we don't want that. Um, I, I, I certainly appreciate the frustration that your, your wife must have been going through. Uh, protests make most people upset. I don't know anybody who says, let's go watch a protest and not get to where we're going. Uh, but it is definitely... Um, a tricky situation. So uh, I would check news. I would check Twitter before getting out on the road. I would look at ways to find routes that completely avoid spots where these things are taking place. And it's all over the internet when they are taking place. So the best thing to do is avoid those areas altogether. And I know that's not, it's likely not the advice you want, uh, but I've watched some horrible videos where people end up running over protesters and then people get arrested for doing that. And that's not what you want. Okay. Uh, what is this? Is it true that police aren't a allowed to chase motorcycles? That's Estevan who wants to know. The answer is it depends. Uh, if, if I've got a, a kidnapped uh, person being dragged by, if, if it's loss of life, if it's immediate things, uh, we're going to go after you. There's no get out of jail free because you're on a motorcycle situation. But we do weigh each and every situation differently and uh, independently. So if you were to roll a stop sign and then race away from us, we would probably take your information, wait for you to get home, come and arrest you there for fleeing. No reason to push you into the point where you fall off your bicycle or motorcycle, I should say, and get hurt because the, the dumb dumb who runs away from the police is probably going to dump his bike because they don't know how to ride. Squids, squids think they know how to ride. How many can, what is this? How many can police officers call for 32s on a traffic stop? I'm not picking up what you're putting down. How many can police officers call for 32s on a traffic stop? I don't know. You're going to have to rephrase your question, military, because your, your, uh, your code speak is, is lost on me. We speak it. We, 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 we're plain English speak here. We don't use codes, if that's a code. If it's something that I'm just not, anyway, moving on, let me know what you're actually asking. Uh, is your insurance going to be higher if you only have a G2? Uh, that is from a squid. And let me put you on screen. The answer to your question is simple. I don't know. That's an insurance question. They determine your, uh, your cost or the price of your insurance based on how they interpret your risk. Your risk is determined based on your age, your sex, your location, where you live, uh, the number of kilometers you're going to drive every day, the type of vehicle you're going to be like It's all of these things that the uh, the folks there, the mathematicians, the actuaries, they determine risk. And uh, if the if the number is higher because you have a G2 license, because you have less experience, you'll probably pay more insurance. Probably. Not, not guaranteed, but probably. And if you uh, get a G, you will likely see a reduction in insurance. But again, it's up to them. Can I drive with my husband with a G1? This is a good question, and the answer is it depends. A G1 driver is required to have a supervisor who has their full G and four years' experience. That experience includes their time as a G2. So if I don't know if you are the one who has the G1 or if he is the one who has a G1. In any case, the supervising driver must have four years' experience, and that clock starts from when they got their G2, and it continues forever, their counter. So if, if the supervisor has four years and is sober, less than 0 0.05 BAC, blood alcohol content, then they are capable of supervising a G1 driver. Now, there are restrictions. You can't drive between midnight and 5 a.m. You, uh, you cannot take any highways that have a speed limit over 80 kilometers an hour, uh, but that's it. To go onto a highway, you need to be with a professionally licensed driving instructor. That's the story. Okay, moving on. Uh, ba -doo -ba -doo. Tristan says, thank you. Uh, oh, Tristan's in London, Ontario. Right on. Oh, and everything just scrolled up on me. Ah. Ex-copper, what do you think about them? They are paralegals. They go out and try and get you a reduction. Now, I, I, I've never had to use any of these agencies. I've, I've obviously sat across, uh, you know, being... Uh, they'd been the defense or agent on behalf of defense. I've seen good, bad. It's the individual. Uh, it, it, that ex-copper is a brand. They're not all ex-coppers. They may be just paralegals working for a company called ex-copper. 
At least that's my understanding. I've encountered a police car without the emergency lights on. Oh, on. Oh, stop in the middle of the road even though the light is green. Is there a valid reason for this? Okay. So they've stopped their car without their lights on. I have no idea why that particular officer did what they did. Maybe they thought the lights were on. I, I don't know. I, I could not provide you with a, an explanation for that at all. I have no idea. Uh, what about the divider and yellow line in the middle along with the school bus? This is Avi S. who wants to know. And uh, I'm, as I'm cutting and pasting going, I'm not entirely sure what you're asking. So let's go back up and, and do the wide-angle answer to this question. Uh, if it is an undivided highway, painted line dividing north and southbound traffic, when the school bus stops and displays red flashing lights in a, in a stop sign, really the red flashing lights are enough. The stop sign is just additional marker. Everyone has to stop in both directions. If it is a divided highway, which is I think what you're getting at, where the either the road is divided, it is a one way in one direction, and then there's a divider in a one way in the other direction on the other side, well, only then you're only in a situation where traffic from behind the bus cannot pass, but oncoming traffic is on the other one way is not affected by the school bus stopping. Is that, is that making sense? It's the same thing for police and emergency vehicles, so there you go. Uh, we've got Reaper RBLX, who says, I'm planning on joining the Ontario Provincial Police once I'm co the correct age for it. What would you suggest I take in school or plan for? The, I just put a video up about this um, a couple days ago. It was, a, it was actually a replay video from yesteryear. But the deal is this. Research the police service you're interested in joining. Read their website. Make notes. Make it information that is stuck in your noggin so you know. Uh, in terms, that's because you should know about the service you want to apply, period. Any service you want to apply to, no background about what the organization is like. Uh, in terms of schooling, we, when you get hired, you get taught, you get sent to the Ontario Police College, you get sent to their inter internal police training. You don't need to take police-specific courses, unless you want to get, like, your, uh, your forensic science degree or something. That's different. But I say take stuff that is language like, learn languages. If, you, if you've got time, learn a language that you don't know. If you've got time, sign language. Great stuff. Uh, you know, that's just extra. Obviously, finish your schooling. Uh, but if you've got a degree in accounting, you'd be a great candidate to work in the financial crimes. Do something you like. And if you don't like anything else, you want to take police foundations, by all means. But we have a lot of people who take police foundations. I would sooner suggest you take in, a, in something that gives you a unique skill that would help a police service, but makes you unique, makes you a better candidate. Otherwise, just work on your physical fitness and, and getting past the uh, that uh, and talk to a recruiter. Ask questions. Find out everything you can find from them. Okay. Avenger has a question. Can I bring the experience of my driver license from another country to apply here in Ontario already, uh, already direct to G? Depends. If you go to trafficcop.ca, I've got a link about people who are traveling or at least uh, moving to Ontario, whether it be from another province or from another country, and it explains all of these things. Some countries will get the benefit of their experience. Other countries will not. And people say, well, why, why would that be? Why isn't it the same from everybody? We want, so countries like the United States, uh, Britain, Australia, those countries have uh, a reciprocal agreement. We will even trade licenses for licenses. Like it's a straight trade. Uh, if you're talking about uh, in a, a place where the driving skills or abilities or standards are totally different, they won't get credit. They won't give it to you. So you need to do the research. It's all on that website uh, that or off a link that's linked to on my link tree. That's a lot of link being said. Okay. Can evading the 407 with a plate blocker, I know there's a specific ATF offense, but couldn't that be criminal? Uh, like, like a theft under... I think it would be a stretch because there's a specific charge for it. But, I mean, if you did that every day and you were caught and they, they somehow put it together and determined that you, you owed $5,000, could you be theft over or fraud? Maybe. I've never, I've never gone down that road. I don't know how they, uh, how they would approach that in court. But, I mean, it makes sense, right? If you steal. I, I've, I've pulled people over who have suspended licenses or suspended plates because of $14,000 in 407 fines. And they say, well, I'm just going to keep driving with this expired plate because I can't pay my fines. Well, I know that they haven't paid $14,000, but that's a civil matter. I think it's going to be civil, not criminal. But uh, th there's lots of options and lots of opinions, and it's up to the lawyers and 
the prosecutors of how they want to proceed to some degree. Okay. According to Evandro, you can, if you're from Brazil, you can bring your experience and go straight to G. Very cool. Good to know. Uh, what was this? Uh, Stephen Nielsen's uh, following up from an old message about touching the back of the car. Yes, okay, they, they were correct in that, that we were leaving evidence. Okay, Michael L. says, what does he say? Drive while crowded says you can't have persons or property crowding you, but a dog is not a person, uh, otherwise they would get privileges. Does that mean, and property means object that belongs to someone? Yes. It's, it, it, there's two things, careless driving and drive while crowded. And even though it's not a human, uh, it is a thing that, that belongs to you. You, you own a dog. Uh, let's see here. Boop -a -doop -a -doo. School, school bus crossing law is very confusing. What would you explain past and who must stop at a four-way? I think we just covered that. Uh, changing lanes in the middle of an intersection allowed or illegal. So changing lanes in an intersection is legal but not suggested. All right, we're going to go to some new stuff as things are refreshing here. Ah, it stopped. Okay, uh, going back. Hillary says, does it disturb you how many people in the comments of your videos think they are the exception? Everyone thinks they're a great driver. Just ask them. <laughs> uh, it doesn't disturb me. I, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, this, I've been doing this a long time, so I, I'm not surprised nor shocked. Uh, or offended by comments in the uh, in 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 live streams or in the, it's amazing how full of themselves some people are. All we're trying to do here is make things safer and avoid tickets for you, making it cheaper. Like now, money is expensive. I, you see, I see those videos like this is what hundred dollars buys at the grocery store. It's expensive to live. Why would you add tickets and risk and damage or taking yourself out of the game, not being able to work? Oh. All we want is safe roads. Is that so wrong? <laughs> All right, trying to get back to some questions, but I can't scroll back. Uh, how can the new discontinued blue plates still be legal if you can't see them at night? Andrea wants to know. Andrea, you make a very good point. And, I, and I'm assuming at some point people are going to be called to return them. And I keep waiting for that day. I'd like it to be tomorrow, but it is not. Uh, I've asked the Ministry of Transportation this in meetings. Um, they don't have a plan yet. But I, I, I personally believe it's going to happen. Maybe it's me just being hopeful. Um, but they've certainly stopped issuing them. Uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. Michael L. Oh, uh, has a follow-up question. Are TPS officers banned from wearing the thin blue line patches? I think police services in Canada are. Uh, unfortunately, somebody made a big thing after... Uh, uh, what was it? It was South Carolina where Trump went and made some, like, there was a poster there and it claimed that it was a white supremacist logo. It's not. It's not at all if you look up the meanings. But because somebody said it was, people were really concerned and said, we're not going to wear this. And it isn't officially issued stuff, thus you can't really have it on your uniform. Anyway, like, nothing that is not issued should be on your uniform. So uh, it's not, even though it's not specific against that, nothing. Like, you can't put... Uh, your favorite happy days, uh, you know, iron-on patch on your uniform. Uniform means everyone looks the same. Is there a specific HTA violation for not securing dogs in cars? I've seen many instances of, instances of dogs freely roaming in a car, or would this be an instance of drive while crowded? This is a good question. There is no legal requirement for you to secure your animals in the car. They can't be in and around you. But there is a really good suggestion, which is to have them crated or tethered if they're in your car for their safety and yours. In the event of a collision, a dog becomes a projectile. Dogs can be 100 pounds. 100 pounds flying through the air and hitting you can't hurt you, can kill you. Um, this is a problem. So, yeah, definitely you should, for your own benefit and for your animal's protection, tether them. Um, not only, I mean, certainly you don't want them between you and the airbag when it deploys at 200 miles per hour. That'd be a problem. But I would, if I saw someone driving, I would charge them with careless or drive while crowded because they are unable to maintain a safe operation of their vehicle whilst dealing with their dog. It's just not something you can do, regardless of what people will argue to the contrary. 
in terms of, well, you know, forget about the, the, the projectile issue. Your dog likes to lay in the backseat, fine. It, let's say you're incapacitated after a collision, but the window gets broken and your dog jumps out of the highway because it's frazzled and gets hit by a car. There are multiple reasons why you want to have them tethered and secured in the vehicle. Simple as that. It's the best thing. Crate is even better than tether as far as I can tell, uh, but I, I'm told both are good. Uh, how long have you been part of the TPS for and how do you enjoy it? I've been with a member, I've been a member since 2000. So I'm in my 24th year and I love it. This is where I've called home for nearly 20. Well, I did in March, May, May, it'll be 24 years. Yeah. And it's awesome. I can't imagine working anywhere else. Okay. I can imagine like somewhere really sunny, but, uh, <laughs> I imagine it all the time on the beach, beach patrol. We all watch Baywatch. Uh, but it's 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 a great place. It's 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 a big police service. Lots of opportunity. Uh, great people. Great benefits. It's a great place to be, which allows me to segue perfectly into becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service. If you're interested in a career in policing, we are hiring. So our police services across the country, in fact, uh, across North America, the world, I imagine, are all looking for good candidates. If you are interested in becoming one. Uh, consider the Toronto Police Service. You can check us out at tps.ca forward slash careers. That's where you'll get to, this is where you'll get to, this wonderful uh, page where you see smiling people. Look how happy they are. Uh, you can get information about becoming a police officer by clicking the link that says police constable. Uh, that's where you can find all that background information about what the requirements are, what kind of responsibilities you're expected to, uh, you know, to deal with as a member. Uh, but there's special constable, which is slightly different than a police constable, uh, different responsibilities, not armed with a firearm. Parking enforcement officers who don't get the applicable credit that they or the appropriate credit that they deserve. They keep our city moving. You know, if, if it wasn't for them, people would just park willy-nilly just anywhere they want, and that's not cool. Uh, communications operators, they're not they're they're civilians, but they are the folks who answer your 911 calls and also tell police officers where to go. Sometimes it's just as rude as you thought I was saying it was, but they're telling us where to go to help you. Uh, auxiliary officer is a volunteer position. That's how I started with the service. And then there are these magical civilian roles that don't fall into any of these categories, uh, but they change all the time. There's currently six positions available within the Toronto Police Service. Intermediate technical analyst at radio infrastructure. That's a new one. I didn't see that uh, yesterday. Workplace investigator in the equi uh, equity, inclusion, and human rights section. Advisor, indigenous engagement. That one's been posted for a while. Yippee is a uh, student program if you qualify as a youth going living in certain areas and uh, in school and so on. You can read all about it there if it's something you're interested in. It's like 15 bucks an hour. It's a summer program and after school program. Uh, excuse me, uh, developer, the digital team, and then communications operators. All really good opportunities, all opportunities that require you to apply. No one's going to call you and invite you to apply. So if you're interested in one of those or you want more information, go to the website, read about it, and make sure you put your application in before they expire because the posting is temporary. Then they start interviewing people. They review applications. It's all done online, uh, and, and you could go and do that right now. Like, if you got to go, you need a job, want to work for a great organization, here's your opportunity. In just a few minutes, we're going to wrap up and start talking about dad jokes. If you've got a good dad joke you want to share, Please let me know. I'm eager to to read it and share it with everybody. I can't believe I didn't get the joke. I read a joke at the end of yesterday's show. Mind you, it was two hours of live stream, but I didn't get it. And then I got it after I stopped go to live stream. It had to be explained to me. I just didn't pick it up. The OPP had a Corvette for last year's auto show. Can TPS bring a cyber truck this year? I would love that but we can't. Um, I don't know how much space we're going to have into this year's auto show. Uh, we are going to do our very best. We're going to be live streaming the show daily from the auto show. So I'm excited about that. I'll be there, I think, every day. Uh, and then uh, what else are we going to be doing? We're going to have some vehicles there. We're gonna have, I think we're going to have a classic vehicle. Uh, I don't know which one yet. We're going to have a, a motorcycle, likely, if not guaranteed. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe there'll be a surprise. Maybe there won't. I don't want to you know, mislead you. Uh, no windshield wiper. What is the penalty for drivers who do not have or do not use? I've never written a ticket for that. Not for windshield wiper. I wonder if there is charge for windshield wiper. Uh, maybe it's unsafe motor vehicle. That's, that's got a potential. Like if you can't see, I mean, if you don't use it, it's an obstructed view. What? I put the wrong, wrong app. Um, I'm just going to do a quick search on the Highway Traffic Act and see if I can find something for wiper. It's unlikely, but I mean, I'll be impressed if it does. It is. Oh my goodness! No windshield wiper. One hundred and ten dollars. I've never laid the charge. Sixty-six one a. Sixty-six sub one sub a. There's an actual charge. A driver 
a device for cleaning rain, snow, and other moisture from a windshield so constructed as to be controlled or operated by the driver. If it's not there, you get a ticket. I, I learned something. It happens. Uh, improper windshield wiper, uh, if you have one but it's not cr- it, proper working order. It doesn't work wrong size, I guess. Hmm. Wow. And it's high, so it's $110 for a regular uh, passenger vehicle, but if it's a commercial vehicle, it's $240. I am so... Evandro, thank you for asking this question. I love this stuff. Things you, I don't look unless you need to look, right? And then when you need to look, it enters that, that, that now forever memory. What we got next? Can I predict a 200% decrease in time? <laughs> Chase says, can I, I predict a 200% decrease in, 200% decrease in crime just based on the badass a TPS Cybertruck would look? It, I like the way it looks. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think it's ugly. But Dr. Nick seconds the TPS Cybertruck. Uh, let's see here. Thoughts on how the, t- how the city wants to change the court system for getting speed camera tickets. I talked about it briefly with Jerry Agar on News Talk 1010 uh, last week. And uh, I think it's interesting. So right now, officers, uh, or right now I should say, uh, red light cameras and uh, speed cameras go to court if, you, if they challenge them. And you can provide your events, but really you're, you're going against photographic evidence. That's really certified docs. There's really nothing to contest and people don't usually win these, but if you provided evidence that, Hey, your car was parked and it was the car that drove by, uh, that triggered the camera, but your car was parked. Well, obviously these things can be undone. And essentially that's what they're moving to, or they want to move to a system that where if you, if you have a problem, a legitimate claim, they'll withdraw the ticket. And if you're just playing games, they won't. And that seems reasonable to me. See, what happens a lot, that's not everybody. There are people who have legitimate defense systems or defenses for their charges. It wasn't me. I wasn't there. That's not my car. Uh, But then there's the people who are absolutely guilty and they're playing the system and wasting time and money and resources. And this will help change that. They'll stop wasting time and resources, and allow them to deal with the actual court system, like the other charges, far more efficiently. So I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, parking enforcement already does this and has been doing it for probably five years, if not six. If you get a parking ticket, unless you have a reasonable excuse that you can talk to a, uh, uh, you, you can, I don't know how it works if, you, if you're having a meeting or if you're submitting it in writing, whatever the case is, it's reviewed. And if you don't have a defense, not, you don't get a defense. Okay, Akela's back, and Dr. Nick says, seems unconstitutional, unconstitutional, no fair trial for any accusations. Uh, it's not that there's no, again, I, don't, I couldn't argue constitutional law to you, um, but they wouldn't do it if it was illegal, is how I take it. And again, if, if the parking enforcement side of it was illegal, there would have already been a movement to change it. And it would have been successful if it was illegal. Just saying. But when an officer lays a charge, you still have the right to have access to information. I think they want, I'd be interested to know if they, if they want to do the same thing for us. Like take certified documents and have officers not have to testify in court anymore. Interesting. A lot of abuse in the court system. Like people just say, ah, fight everything. If you're guilty, should you fight it? Is that, I mean, morally, I think that's wrong. Maybe, maybe we should make people pay in advance if you want to fight because people just roll the dice all the time. All right, eight minutes to go. Uh, Reaper, Roblox, I think that's RB Lexus Roblox. I don't know, guessing. Uh, this question confused me. If I'm traveling in a driving circle where I can't yield and an emergency vehicle with its flashing lights and siren activated, I can't yield right, what should I do? Exit the first opportunity and pull over. You're talking about a, a a traffic circle, a roundabout. If there's nowhere to pull over because you'd be blocking, continue and exit the first opportunity and pull over. That's what you do. And you signal your intention to pull over and exit. That would be the right answer. Uh, ah, Akela says for the, uh, the, the speed camera or red light camera, 
Uh, the motorbike in the back of a pickup truck getting ticketed along with the truck. Yeah, that, I've, I've heard about that. I don't know if that's a common occurrence, but I've certainly heard about that. M. Hay. Wants to know if they can do a wheelie on their on their perimeter highway if it looks cool on their new Yamaha. No, that's stunt driving. Chase says there was a situation last February where a driver was ticketed 121 and a 50, but I'm assuming what you're saying is I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same case, or I'm, I know what you're talking about, which is where uh, they were served because it's over 50 over, so they were served and. Uh, they went to court, and the person who testified to court didn't do a very good job or didn't provide the appropriate information that was thrown out. Uh, that was a, an error, I think. Uh, nothing else. I think that's what we're talking about. Following up on a roundabout question, if you were stopped at a red light and all lanes are occupied, how would you yield uh, for emergency vehicles? Okay. The deal is that if you were at a red light, and an emergency vehicle was behind you, they should not be activating their emergency equipment until the light changes to green because they know you have nowhere to go. The only place you can go is where you can legally go if they weren't there. So at a red light, you can make a right turn on red after you've come to a complete stop and it's safe to proceed. That is the only thing you can do. Nobody else can go into the intersection. And it would be irresponsible of a, uh, it would be responsible of a police officer or emergency motor vehicle operator to activate their equipment while you have nowhere to go legally, causing you to potentially run into the intersection thinking you have an obligation when you don't and causing a collision, which they would then be responsible for. What they should do, planning ahead, is drive into oncoming traffic with their lights and sirens on, which is something we do all the time, going around all of you stopped people and proceeding through the intersection where it is clear and safe to do so. That's what they should do. Uh, Chase says the person got a speed camera ticket, but he insisted he had, had his cruise control set to the speed limit. So in court, the judge said uh, that the devices are not checked for accuracy, dealing like a police ra radar, and dropped it. Um, I don't know. I think that's a different one than I was referring to. But uh, they are certified. The documents are all available on their uh, their website. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the JPs can do what they want. The, the courts can do what they want. M. Hay says, kidding aside, I appreciate the service you are providing with the live stream or this live stream. Good public engagement. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Bill Nguyen says, are vanity plates or no plates legal while the car is parked at a car meet or on your driveway? So bylaws say that you have to have plates on your, on your vehicles when they're in your driveway. So there's offenses there. Uh, parking lots, if you took them off while you were in the parking lot, that's not an offense. It's when you're driving. Uh, let's see here. King 5K is back again. Can you see someone's car solely from identifiable things from the car, like color, or do you need to have evidence of the driver committing stunt driving? What do you consider? What do you use to consider seizing the car? No, we have to be able to establish the identity of the driver, uh, the offense, the same vehicle. We, we need to cover those things. We need to be able to establish that the vehicle is the vehicle that was seen. So there's a lot more to it. If we just heard that a red car was stunt driving, we wouldn't just seize the next red car we saw. Uh, AJ the Awesome says, good morning. Started early today. Yes, indeed. And I have to finish in two minutes because I have a training course that's starting. So let me go to the dad joke that, well, first of all, the quote. Yet another, Yogi Berra from uh, Akela Draconis. He says, if the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. Yogi, Yogi had some strange stuff going on, uh, but, but I like him. Okay, dad joke, also from Akela. I entered the kleptomaniac championship. I took gold, silver, and bronze. <laughs> yes, that one was, at least that one I understood quicker than the other. <laughs> All right, uh, did this one, we talked about this. Anybody else got a dad joke quickly before we go? Because I got two minutes. Uh, we will not be back tomorrow because I am not going to be in the office. I got stuff to go and take care of in my personal life, so I will not be here. Um, but I will be back on Friday. We'll do this all over again, starting at 10 o'clock, the regular time. Uh, and I, I will put up some content from now until then. So, you know, keep a, keep us in the loop, keep you in the loop, talk about stuff and things. Uh, if you are interested in chatting with us, telegram.trafficop.ca, uh, that will allow you to jump into our chat. There's eight or nine of us who, who chat regularly there. Uh, we're welcome to have, or we'd love to have more of you join. Uh, YouTube 
TrafficCop.ca will take you to our YouTube page. You can subscribe. But on whatever platform you're on, please like, subscribe, share our content. It really does help us get the message out. And all we're here to do is to share good information and help others learn stuff. Uh, Radix says, have a nice day and stay warm. I am in the warmest room in the building, I'll have you know. Uh, the soundproofing is actually insulation. What was a warm room is now a sauna. If you want to work on your pores opening up, this is the office to, to hang out in. Okay. Akela says, stay safe. Remember, don't have a good day. Have a great day. That is good advice as per usual. And we have one last question that snuck in under the wire. If a cop pulls me over, I give all my documents, but the cannot but cannot provide RAS, um, but I asked to leave, but I, but still says I am being detained. Am I then being unlawfully detained if I have no warrants or fully legal? That is something we'll have to talk about next time because I don't have the time. My course starts right now. Uh, I thought it was going to be an easy one to give you a quick answer. Come back on Friday. We'll talk about it. Have a wonderful day. Drive safe. Drive sober. Park legally. Do the right thing and smile because it looks good on you. traffic flow watch for pedestrians look out for bikes and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes yellow light red light green light driving safely is the way to go put down your cell phone nobody needs you to text and drive on the dvp yellow light red light green light go stop at stop signs look both ways then go Seatbelt save your life indeed and watch your driving. Don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is.